and Warm Trophy Kids presented by Bad News Media. It is June 21st. And if you're watching this on our YouTube channel or any of our social media platforms, you may notice we are shooting this, recording this from a different location. Oh, by the way, it is just a Nate Cook show today. Um, but I am currently in the influx of a move, the joys of moving. One of the all-time worst things going in human experience right now. Like, I absolutely despise moving. Who doesn't? Uh, but we're moving, so there will be a new studio set up. New kind of go around here. Um, so for now, we're shooting from my couch. Um, fun stuff. We are also, I am also recording this live during the LSU Tennessee game. Tennessee had themselves just an absolute blunder of a sixth inning. You really, you just hate to see it. You hate to see it. It couldn't happen to a nicer team. <laughs> um, yeah, no. We, we're we not fans of the Tennessee baseball team on this podcast. Um, could not have been happier when they lost last year. Which, if you're not into the College World Series, I got to tell you right now, you're missing out. Like, with us in the dark period, with no football, no NBA or college basketball, no hockey, college baseball is the best product we got going for live sports right now. Like, we'll talk about the M- or MLB here in a little bit because there is something pretty exciting going on. Um in the MLB right now that I think people should be paying attention to, but like college baseball world series is absolutely electric. Um, this LSU team's fun. I was watching the LSU wake forest game the other night, which by the way, whoever's in charge of the wake Forest munis, what are we doing? Like that is some of the smallest fonts I've ever seen depicting a name ever. Like, that's, that's made for ants. I don't know what's going on there. It's so tiny. Um, had it not said Wake Forest on the top of my screen, I don't know if I would have known who was playing. Um, they're a great team, though. Fantastic pitching staff. Um, also, TCU might arguably have one of the best athletic men's athletic programs in the country right now. I mean, with what they did with football this past year, um, their basketball program is in great shape. Now you got a baseball team out here who's just rocking it. Um, it's been fantastic. UVA, I mean, absolutely fell flat on their faces. Um, absolutely good for nothing there. But yeah, the College Baseball World Series, I mean, it's awesome. These people are just revved up on jello shots, if you haven't been following that counter um, at that one bar. I can't think of the name of it right now, which if I ever go to the College World Series, which I'm happy to be a, an advocate for if, if you want to send free tickets our way here, the Trophy Kids will gladly attend. Um, Got to make a stop by that bar. But LSU's just absolutely crushing that. Take a little sip of my water. This hoss coming in number 38. Dude, I bet he's about to just fire it in there. Just have absolute gas on the mound. Um, I feel like I saw him pitch the other night too. But uh, LSU's up 2-0 against Tennessee. We'll see how this goes. Might interrupt a little bit. But yeah, the College World's Baseball World Series is awesome. Um, I haven't really dipped my toes in the betting scene for this. We'll see how that, that goes. Might need to get a little bit better better feel which by the way folks big announcement so we're going to have a little break in the podcast due to the move but also because we are bringing back the football previews the research has already started the prep has started we are coming back we're going to absolutely bankrupt your bookies this year 
If you are unfamiliar with this, you want to make sure you are subscribed. If you're not already subscribed, I don't know what you're doing with your life, but if you are not already subscribed, you will want to get subscribed. When we come back on the airwaves, we're going to be doing our college football and our NFL preseason breakdowns. We're going to be giving out future bets. We absolutely have killed the futures market the last couple of years. Um, Our NFL ones are so good. So be on the lookout for that. We put a lot of work into it. We hope you enjoy it. We hope you're profiting with us on these. Hopefully we have another strong year. We're looking to absolutely bankrupt our bookies this year. Take home some cheddar. Um, But yeah, that's coming back. I had myself a real... (laughs) My Friday, I'm getting old. I just turned 30. I'm like, oh, I'm officially in my 30s. I had like a stereotypical like silly girls night in the movies i was packing up my apartment cracked open a bottle of white wine had some music going on had myself a night on friday and then on saturday i promptly woke up and started doing the prep for the football shows so get excited for that it's gonna be awesome um yeah it was an absolute it's a bit of a silly night we'll say that to be the least but that's coming back so big news there um in the sporting world Big trade news in the NBA. Bradley Beal is now a Phoenix Sun. Chris Paul is a Washington Bullet for whatever they're calling themselves. For the CF for, until further notice. But Bradley Beal to the Suns. This ain't going to work, folks. I'm already telling you right now. This team's going to win a lot of games in the regular season, and then they're going to get to the postseason, and it's not going to go well. Why is it not going to go well, Nate? Well, I'm going to tell you here. Superstar team... like. These superstar teams are dead. We've seen it the last couple years. Like, it doesn't work, especially the way this is constructed. The only reason it really worked in the past is because either, A, you had LeBron who could sort of make anything work, or you had a team like the Celtics when they constructed their big three that got athletes and players that did different things. Like Chris Paul, Ray Allen, and Kevin Garnett's games were different, and they fit well together. What we have down in Phoenix, there is no giant difference between this. Like now you're going to have to move Devin Booker to the one, I guess. You got Bradley Beal at your shooting guard. You got Kevin Durant at your small forward. They all have very similaristic games and styles to them. And oh, by the way, they're not exactly the most durable team at this point. And they're going to have no bench or depth. Like, this isn't going to work. The pendulum has swung back. We see, especially with the new CBA, which J.J. Reddick did a great job of discussing why you're probably not going to see a ton of vets taking, like, vet minimums and heading down there. Um, but, like, the fact that this if this team stays healthy to the playoffs is going to be a miracle. And if they don't stay healthy, there is no depth to like help with that margin of error that comes with injuries. And I'm not rooting for injuries here. I'm just being honest. Like Kevin Durant is on the back nine of his career. Like he is an aging superstar who has had struggles staying healthy. Bradley Beal has had his run-ins. We'll see how often he plays. And Devin Booker, who has been relatively reliable, has started to show some durability issues. Now, that may not stay the course, but like that's where we're at. And so instead of taking your star, 
young promising star, which is Devin Booker, and doing what other teams have been doing, like the Milwaukee Bucks, like the Nuggets who just won, hell, even like the Lakers with LeBron, and constricting a team that performs well around that star. Because when you look at the Lakers, LeBron's the star player. Now that next year we'll see if that's the case. But then they went and they got AD, who unfortunately did not play like the player they needed him to play in the playoffs, and that's why they didn't advance. And then they built role players around him. Nuggets, perfect example. You got the best player in the world. You add Aaron Gordon, who's a complementary piece to that game. You have Murray, who has a different game than the Joker, obviously. And then you put all these pieces around them that helps round it out. You saw that with Milwaukee when they got Holiday. That's that's what happened here. They're just they're they're like Pokemon out here collecting them all. But the pieces I don't see fitting, like at all. Um, we saw that when Chris Paul got injured, which feels like it was inevitable at some point in the playoffs. We saw Kevin Durant and Aiton not being able to play well together on the court because there was no like field general out there. Now you're gonna book a run the one, I guess. Like this, just it's not it's not gonna work. I'm telling you right now, it's not gonna work. They're gonna win a whole lot of games in the regular season, though. They're gonna win a enormous amount of games if they stay healthy in the regular season. But then it's gonna get playoff time. It's gonna get crunch time. You're gonna need some depth. The time when those guys aren't out there all on the court is gonna be really tough. Well, you know the one ball kind of saying it, it's a little like cliche, but it is true. There's only one ball, and I don't know unless there's some big philosophy changes within these players on how they play on the court that they're going to mesh all that well. Um, You've also gotten a new coach now. Like, the reason it worked so well in Golden State when Durant joined that team, creating, like, the biggest super team we've ever seen, was you already had a system that was operating at a high level. You had Steph Curry, one of the best players in the league, who ran that team and was the leader, and that was his team. You had Clay Thompson and Draymond Green and all these pieces that fit together with Kerr, who had already won multiple championships as a head coach now, who had the lock, who had the respect of the locker room. So you you were coming into a system that when you were when you got inputted, you were like Nas in a Fast and the Furious movie. Now that car is blazing. Um so that's why that worked. But like for the same reasons it didn't work in Brooklyn, it's probably not going to work here. Now, sure, you don't have Kyrie, and none of these guys are like a Kyrie in their personality, and the personalities will probably drive a little bit better. But, like, Kevin Durant's the worst GM there is. Like, we gave LeBron a ton of crap for when he tried to play GM. Kevin Durant's trash at it. Like, absolute garbage at it. Um... And it will be interesting to see what his legacy is now at this point, too. Because right now, the legacy is one of the most proficient scorers we've ever seen in the NBA. One of the most talented players we've ever seen. But a guy who couldn't get it done in Oklahoma City. So then he moves to Golden State and joins the biggest super team ever, like we just said. Gets his championships there. Leaves to be his own man, where he has say in everything. And it's kind of like it's his team in Brooklyn. That goes Chernobyl bad. And now you're on the Suns and trying to build another super team like the Golden State Warriors. Like, I just, 
oh man, I just I don't see it working. I really don't, folks. Like this is just not gonna work. Um so that was that. Joker had himself a day at the parade. We didn't get a real chance to talk about it. I mean, Djokovic is just every one of us. Like <laughs> the NBA is his job. He just wants to go hang out with his horses. Once he got to the parade, it, like the way leading up to that parade was like every single one of us who is invited to a party that we don't want to go to, but then once we show up and it's awesome and then we're like, damn, we're so glad we came. That's what Djokovic had with the Denver Nuggets parade. Um, it looked awesome. I'm glad he had a good time. I love Djokovic. Like he's a very humble player. He comes and does his work. He's the best player in the world. He's the most well-rounded player right now in the game. And this is, I mean, as long as there's no injuries here, this team is setting up to be an absolute dynasty because nobody's got like real contract concerns right now. It's really well constructed. The The front office was making moves to kind of set themselves up for the future. Like this is this team's going to be a problem in the West. I mean, you got my Celtics in the East who are going to bang it out with, I guess, the Heat forever in Milwaukee, but uh, I'm not too worried here as long as we get a true point guard in there. Hey, maybe we make a play for... Actually, no, I don't want to say that because Chris Paul will just get injured. Um, but we need a true point guard, somebody so that Tatum can play off the ball more in the Boston Celtics realm. But we'll have to see. I'm going to take a drink of water here, a little pause. All right. I could cut it out, but we're not. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the Nuggets are going to be absolute awesome. I cannot wait for that dynasty to continue to roll. Murray's so much fun to play or see play. Um, the other news that kind of caught my eye. No, I thought we got bases loaded, two outs. Tennessee's at bat. It's 2-0, bottom of the seventh right now. That's why we pause there. I mean, this is... Folks, this is why we watch. This is why we watch the College Baseball World Series. I mean, holy hell. Two outs, bases loaded. Tennessee's up to bat, down 2-0 right now. Elimination game, bottom of the seventh. Counts 1-1. Oof! Could feel the wind on that swing. <laughs> oh, my God. Also, if you're Tennessee in this game, how are you going to Do they not have their white unis still? Like, you got to roll out the white, not these, like, and gray ones or the orange rock the hard orange that would have been a lot cooler I guess the hard orange versus the yellow that LSU would are wearing would be a little tough on the eyes but still um the other story was obviously the Zion Williamson saga I don't know if you've been following that um tough to see I I don't want to speculate too much on what's going on there there's a young woman who was in the adult industry who is just airing out their grievances on Twitter. And I don't know what went on behind the scenes. I'm not going to claim to know what went on behind the scenes. LSU got out of it. Of course they got out of it. That that was awesome, dude. 38 just, I love it. I love it, 38. Um, suck it, Tennessee. Um... Yeah, it's tough. I mean, this is why you got to be careful with who you surround yourself with um, and the people you entertain um, and the people you date or hook up with or, or whatever. 
Um, it's a very unfortunate situation. We'll see how it plays. Pelicans are apparently looking to move on from him. It would be nice to see him back on the court and in shape because he's an electric factory. Hopefully we see that soon. Um, but we're going to see how it plays out. Oh, the news. The NBA, what what was the 25-game suspension for Ja? Like, I'm fine with it, but the buildup to it felt like they were going to suspend him for the full season. Adam Silver's out here like, I don't want to announce it because it's going to take away the, from the finals. If you were suspending him 25 games, we would have talked about it for a day and then gotten off of it. Like, that that feels fair. Like, it. honestly, I'm surprised it's not more, even before all the lead-up the NBA had towards it because of, of, of the first case incident already there um, and feeling like they were going to try to make an example of them. But, like, 25 games, all right, cool. That's fine. Uh, like, I don't I don't have much else besides that. Like, but the buildup was just ridiculous for that, for 25 games. Like, come on, what are we talking about here, folks? Um, just absolutely ridiculous. So that was the NBA. I'm sure we'll have some content about the NBA draft. I don't really care all that much more about it. I do want to talk about, though, if you haven't been paying attention, there is something special happening in my city, Cincinnati, right now with the Cincinnati Reds. This team has got a vibe about them. This team is exciting. They are young. They bring up, what, Dela Cruz? Um, I, I'm sure I got his last name wrong there. But he brings just an absolute, like, shockwave through the system of the Cincinnati Reds. And they have just not looked back since. Like, they are playing a fun brand of baseball. They are not out of anything. They're coming back from late in games. Folks, if you're not talking about the Cincinnati Reds, if you're not watching them, if you're not asking me about the Cincinnati Reds, T-shirt in the store, I don't know what you're doing. This is an exciting product, folks. Like, Cincinnati's got something special going on. Like, this feels like they're not going to make a a run for it, obviously. But this is a dangerous team that, like, feels like they could have a special little kind of late run maybe in October if they can keep this up. We'll see. It's a long season. I don't really like to start talking baseball until after the All-Star break because just it's such a long season and so many things can happen. But holy hell. They are so much fun to watch, folks. It is an absolute electric factory um, out there. They're actually playing, was it today? I didn't even check the score. Um, you know, like, jo- like Joey Votto comes back. First game back, hits a home run. Like, this Cruz kid comes in. They inject him into the lineup. They call him up, and he is absolutely, like, he's made believers out of him. I mean, they're beating the Rockets right now, 8-2. Um, they had a good old time with the Astros. Like this team, yeah, De La Cruz. I mean, he just hit a double to left. This kid's amazing. I mean, first game in the MLB, his first hit of his career is a double. Second game in the MLB, rips a homer to the to the literally last row of like center right field. The kid is fast and long. Ooh, LSU player just took one. Um. He's absolutely awesome. Like he he's made this team a believer um, right now. And this kid Abbott, who's pitching tomorrow, Andrew Abbott, dude's been throwing darts. Um, I mean, oh, I catch him in the face. Well, no, caught him in the shoulder. All right, we're good. Like what's happening in Cincinnati with the Cincinnati Reds is absolutely awesome. And that's this is a town, like I'm a Red Sox fan, we all know that, but this is a town that 
that deserves this. This is a fan base that shows out for opening day every single year. Like the city's on fire. I mean, everybody's downtown. Everybody's going to the games. Um, it's one of the best opening day atmospheres in all of America. And the team stinks every year, and yet they show up. Like this, this is a baseball town that has been dying for the Reds to be good. And this is the Joe Burrow effect, folks. This is what happened in Boston. As a Boston fan, I can tell you this. Like, winning is contagious. That competitive edge is contagious between organizations and teams within cities. Like, Joe Burrow comes in and breathes some life into the Bengals, who have absolutely stunk. I mean, they've had their ups and downs, but, like, never really, like, that optimistic long-term because ownership's been an absolute joke. But they get Joe Burrow here, and all of a sudden they start believing, and they start acting like an actual NFL franchise, and the front office starts to get really good, and they start to bring in some players and update the facilities. And then we've got FC Cincinnati, who's absolutely tearing through the MLS right now. And you've now got the Reds, who forever have not put a dime into this team outside of Joey Votto's contract, who's cared little to nothing for the fans. Um, They have a sweet stadium, but like... I've never truly really invested. It's like, yeah, they have a great farm system, but every time they got a kid who's showing any form of like life, they end up trading them for like six prospects down the line or something. So it's like nobody ever really comes up. Now they're starting to do stuff. Now they're starting to look to the future. Like it's the Joe Burrow effect, people. Like this is what happened in Boston. You know, winning is contagious. And you saw the winning that the city of Boston just went through here in the last two decades. I don't think that's going to necessarily happen in Cincinnati, but like. It's awesome in this city right now. And there's a lot of fun, special things going on right now. And the baseball team is one of them. They are just, they're a treat to watch right now, folks. I mean, they really believe in themselves, no matter how big the hole is. And it's absolutely awesome to see. So I think you should check that out. We'll talk a little bit more baseball here probably later in the summer. Like I said, nothing really means nothing nothing until after the All-Star break, in my opinion. I don't put a lot of stock into the first half of seasons because things can turn. It's such a long season, even on the back end of it. Like, so many different things can happen post-trade, break. We'll see what teams do here. Um, but, yeah, those are just my thoughts this week. College Baseball World Series. We'll see what's happening here. Love this LSU team. Electric and fun to watch. I feel like I use the word electric a lot this episode. Um, but these are just the ramblings of Nate. Oh, also on the topic of, of college baseball, I have now found, I don't know if you all have seen this movie, but it is now my favorite movie. I was a big Dazed and Confused fan growing up, but Everybody Wants Some, phenomenal movie. One, I'm starting to realize that I virtually like anything Glenn Powell's in, he's in it. It's essentially Dazed and Confused, but fast forward to the early 80s, first weekend before school starts on college fo- following uh, Jake, this freshman, as he like gets to know his teammates, he's on the baseball team. Awesome movie. Everybody Wants Some is it's the summer movie of the year now. It came out in like 2016. I absolutely love it. It's my new favorite movie. You got to check it out. Um, it's absolutely awesome. You're not going to regret it. So that's my recommendation. I'm not going to ruin it for you. It's essentially, it's very, it's just the same vein of Days and Confused though. <clears throat> just instead of the 70s, you've got it taking place in the 80s. And instead of high school, it's college. And instead of the last day, it's the first weekend before school starts. And it's it's awesome. It's absolutely awesome. Check it out. You'll love it. I know you will. Um, it's a great movie. It's my, my new favorite movie. Like, I bought it on Amazon. I haven't bought a movie on Amazon in forever. I've watched it like three times in the last two weeks. Um, it's incredible. Um, so that's where we're at. 
College football previews, be on the lookout for that. We're, we're going to take a little break here for the next couple weeks, um, and then we will be back. Make sure you're following us at Trophy Kids Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure you are subscribed because when we do come back, you're not going to want to miss it. Um, we will be giving out future bets. We're going to be giving you all the information to take advantage of fantasy um, to really kind of get a good feel of the landscape in both college and NFL for this upcoming season so you can have some fun conversation with your friends, so you can win some bets, so we can bankrupt your bookie. It's going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to it. And as always, peace.